since Todd already brought it up right before we started, I guess we'll just start there. Mike, we, did you see Quantumania yet, Dom, or no? I have not. I'm okay. probably going to go tomorrow. So, Mike, what is your obviously spoiler-free uh, thoughts on Quantumania so far? Um, like I, I think I said somewhere to someone before, the movie to me is like, you know, is a big budget Marvel movie that has the energy of a network television superhero show. And don't get me wrong, I like net. And when I say network, I I really mean like a CW show. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I do exactly. Like, I knew what you meant. Yeah, like look yeah. at these guys. They're, I, like I know they're just standing on a set somewhere. I kind of know what's going on here. Yeah. I love uh, Gorilla Grodd. Why doesn't he show up more? So aside from that, though, Mike, are you like, mm-hmm. are you hot or cold on this movie? Did it do anything for you? Is, like, w- w- put it into some I, sort of perspective in regards to how you feel about other movies. I so, guess. like, I don't I mean, I didn't hate the movie, but I can see with the the issues I I did pick up on with it. I can see why others might look at this movie and be like, wow, this was trash. To me, I'm like, eh, it wasn't great, but it wasn't complete hot garbage. But I can, from a certain point of view, I can be like, yeah, this is actually kind of bad. Like, as a, I don't know. You think as it was a, bad? Like straight, like, straight up, you think it was a no, bad movie? I, I, don't, I don't think it was a bad movie. I do not think it was a bad movie, but I can. it had, like, bad elements that I can see being like complete deal breakers if you watch this being like okay this was just this was just trash i can see how someone could see that could see or say that mm. i'm just like eh you know it was fine this might make this might be the movie that might make me might make yeah might make me turn on Todd, you have you turned on marvel like seven years ago what are you talking about <laughs> no, i'm he's not against him yet yeah yeah <laughs> um on no, on I... Mar- on Marvel real oh okay you have more about Ant Man I was gonna there's more Marvel news that came out today oh all right keep that in your back pocket we'll we'll jump to that uh but real quick I I haven't obviously I don't I'm not, I don't know when I'll see the movie but I uh am not reading real anyone's like full review or preview or whatever they've put up for the movie but one of the common things I'm seeing in like either a thread of tweets or like a tweet that's the tweet accompanying someone's full thoughts on it in an article somewhere is that the movie tries to set a lot of things up, which I feel like, I don't know why people, I mean, again, I haven't read these people's full thoughts, but I'm confused as to why that's a negative for some people. Again, I haven't seen the movie yet. Simply because I know there's a lot of people that kept, keep saying post end game, where's the direction. And Mm -hmm. from what I'm just gleaming from these, you know, very uh, innocuous tweets is that I, it, it is setting stuff up, but people are like, why are, it's not a man. We're setting stuff up. So I, I think people have an issue with that. What I've seen is uh, dialogue in the movie. And just in that, like couple clips I saw, I thought like the dialogue between like, I guess someone was like, they did the actor girl who plays his daughter dirty in the movie for like whatever, the, whoever wrote the script for her lines. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the clip I sent you guys a couple weeks ago when like it was him and his daughter going back yeah, and forth. I don't, I don't watch that. I, I'm not. I want oh, to yeah. see the movie. I'm not watching yeah. clips. That made me I, not want to see the movie at all. That, that clip. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. With, like, it's just setting up things. Like, yeah, I guess it set up stuff, but at the same time, I feel like every movie on 
I, I, I guess it's not fair to say because I think the common complaint was all these pre- previous movies like what are what are they leading up to where this one yeah it's leading up to something but also at the same time I don't think it was necessary and I don't know I'll talk to Dom about it some point tomorrow I suppose yeah just to clarify that I, I read something too that like there's no character development with like him and his daughter which is, like something that they've hinted at at every movie that they've been in and like the, and and it's a new actress in every movie and they still can't have any kind of character there's like zero cal- character development between them two i guess it was like i, I think there was some i i don't know if i want to call it development so much as like this is the first time we see him with his teenage daughter like in an extensive period of time like he met up with her briefly in endgame but like this is the first time we like see who she is as a person or at least who she's become as a person also, so I, I'm I'm confused by that because in in Ant Man one, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't he not allowed to see his daughter? Yeah, he gets her back at the end, you know, like or whatever. Like, he's not at the beginning. He's like he sees her, but like then I figured he has to get like a job or something. I can't remember what it is. I don't yeah, know. I'm I'm pretty sure that his interaction with his daughter in the first movie is you're not allowed to see your daughter, and like that's the extent of their relationship. Yeah, because remember though, he still like shows up to like the birthday party and shit and like all that. Like I still think he sees her throughout the movie. I just because remember like, he has like a yeah, I feel like he has a good relationship like, with the wife. I feel like I feel like Cassie probably has like fifteen or twenty minutes of screen time in the first movie. Maybe I don't know. Uh, she's she's in the entire. Well, I mean, I was gonna say she's in the entire final fight of Ant Man. Right. Yeah, I mean, regardless, none of us have seen the movie besides Mike, so it doesn't matter. But I guess the last thing I'll end it on for you, Mike, is. Since this is the the kickoff to Phase Five, mm-hmm. is it a strong kickoff to what we are building up to, which is, you know, the, the next two Avengers movies at some point? Or I would say no. Okay. And there there is a reason why I would say that, and I'll I'll be curious to see what Dom thinks when he sees it. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like very. I don't know. I I really can't go into it. Yeah, of course. I, I I won't say, but like, it's like, well, sure. Okay. Sure. Is this a top half, bottom half for you? This is this is. <laughs> we always say top, like it's top half, bottom half. No, this is strong mid. Strong mid. Strong mid. Okay. 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 Is there is there like is there a sandwich you can give right now? Like, what would you sandwich this between? Can you give me an Ant Man sandwich? Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. Let's see. What do I think was slightly better? Yeah, yeah. Just what's slightly uh, better and what's slightly below? It doesn't have to be like more. out of the seventy-two movies. This is number fifty-five, and like just right, right, you know, right, 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 right. Give me, give me the sandwich. You know, if later on the good. line it's like you know what? No, there was some lettuce in between there, and it was this movie. That's mm-hmm. fine. But it's just you know what? What is the sandwich? Look, I I would say that I think overall maybe Black Widow was a more enjoyable film. Wow, but that I, is but I not also, making me feel good about <laughs> But at the same I mean at the same time, I think I liked Black Widow more than you liked Black Widow, and I feel like I might have liked it more than all of you guys. I can't remember. I, I, I liked it, but out. I didn't like the second half. I didn't like like the last four. There were parts about it that I didn't beginning. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's parts of it I didn't like, but but I think he liked overall, enough of it to put it over <laughs> Quantumania. 
Oof. Is Jonathan Even Majors good? Because I've heard that's Jonathan like Majors the constant. Yeah. Is Jonathan that Majors is good. Yeah. Okay. He's a he's a good villain. Like he's a definitely a better villain than whatever the bad guy was in Black Widow. I was gonna say. I know it was Task. Yeah, it was Taskmaster. Taskmaster and the Russian guy. And the <laughs> Russian guy's like, mm. I can't remember. Well, uh, okay. What were people's reactions in the theater when they saw Modok's face? Was people like laughing? I don't remember. Any, so there was at least one, a, a few people. Because there's going to be at people who don't know who Modok is. Like, you know, they're just going blind. They're like, what the fuck? Well, there, there was like... He told me a, a comment that he heard, <laughs> which makes me think that this this uh, theater was not the right one to pull this question from. Okay, number number one, in my theater, so I, I showed up, like, sort of late, so I walked in during... I think they, the Guardians trailer was the last trailer that they played, so I walked in while they were playing the end of that trailer. And then, like, behind me somewhere, I could hear the person, like speaking along the lines of uh nicole kidman's like heartbreak feels good in place like this it was that person in the background somewhere and then um it was just it was, somebody, at least it was one... just nicole kidman in the background she was just <laughs> it, it was like they're doing her, her dialogue there's yeah. someone in the background and, yelling disney hates money well uh, i'll get to that so there was a a person who what? who was at least clapping like there was there was a few times where like a at the trailer like clap not the trailer oh, okay. during the movie. Sorry, I've I've moved <laughs> on to the movie. There was Kidman and Trump. <laughs> yes. No. Standing up. I, standing I, up. I did. I did. I did. Up and left. <laughs> if yeah. I didn't show up so late, I would have stood up and be like, "Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this." Um. So there were a handful of times where people like you know clapped or laughed. I feel like there was one person who would be like the single person to have a reaction to a thing and it was like typically possible like, they'd be like woo and they'd clap it was only like one person mm-hmm. it's very odd and then what i had texted dom was at the end of the film when we we're sitting there during the credits i heard a guy in the background and i clearly he was being he was just telling a joke it was like i thought i thought paul rugg played tony stark and i was like mm, okay that's that's definitely a thought yeah right Okay, interesting. Do, well, spoilers: go, Iron Man is in this movie. Thanks, Mike. Jeez. Wait, you, do you go by yourself, or did you go with someone? I went by myself. Oh, dude, that's my favorite thing in the world: going to the movies by myself. I'd rather go by myself every fucking time. I don't want to bring Amanda or anyone else because fucking get there. I don't have to worry about anyone else. I don't have to worry about anyone talking to me. You know, it's like, I sat down and I started pulling burgers out of my pockets. I was like, Hell oh, yeah! <laughs> wait, what? Yeah, I always you stop by like when. Yeah, I always stop by like Burger King or oh, Wendy's or McDonald's and I'm like shove burgers in my pockets and then sit down and the movie starts and I, was, I wait for like a, a nice moment for me to like start unwrapping a burger. <laughs> oh, you know what's so funny? I like to think that Mike is thinking he's clever and he's like walking in with fucking burger pants bulging out and like the the no, fucking I, just, I, I they, reek of burgers. They, I reek of burgers. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I know. Here's like, here comes this fucking guy, burger pants over here. He's got the grease day. dripping out his leg. On the day the grease well, and the burgers finally get to you, are you going to say heart attack feels good in a place like this? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I I hope I'm I hope I have like lucid enough to still make that comment. See, Mike was like nice enough to like wait for the right moment to open his burger. I have I saw Judge Dread at like ten in the morning whenever that movie came out by myself. I'm in a theater with like four people max, I think. Judge this Dread. Dude... Or Dread? Oh, Dread, yeah, just he... Dread. Then the remake, the, okay. the yeah, the new the new one. Uh, this fucking dude comes in with like a big plastic bag while the movie's playing, starts fucking opening up a fucking thing. 
this like 50 year old dude behind him goes hey man what's your fucking problem they like start going at it that was like the whole first like 10 minutes of the movie was them fighting the guy with, like, the where do you go to the movies like <laughs> dude, this is at lowe's I, i'm telling you it's like i don't, I don't have these experiences I, go you probably don't, I hate what i'll say i feel like when i'm stoned i go to the movies and i'm hyper focused on every last fucking thing in that theater so i want like if i hear someone chomping next to me i'm like you know, like, it's just fucking... I went to IMAX and saw Gravity. It was the worst experience I've ever had. Like, I had someone next to me that did not stop talking the entire film. Even after I shushed them and asked them to stop. Like, just fucking literally talked. And that movie's, like, a very, like, you know, not dialogue-heavy. You kind of just want to get stuck in the moment and completely ruined. I hate people. I I'm sure that person went home with, like, I got shushed by some pothead. Yeah. 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 Right. of marijuana. <laughs> You're watching Gravity. Uh... Don, what was your your other is your is your other Marvel thing long? Because I will bump the intro and then we'll go into it. Or, um, I was just gonna say that. Um, so the Marvels got bumped today. It oh, I did. See oh, yeah, I got in July, and now it's coming out in November. November. Again. Yeah. Um, they also announced yesterday that Secret Invasion and Loki are the only two shows that will definitely come out this year. So Echo and Ironheart probably got bumped. That's perfect though, because I, I think both of those shows, like I love Loki, and and I think Secret Wars looked awesome. So, uh, um, yeah, that's like that's stuff I'm excited. Secret, Secret Wars, Secret Invasion. that trailer, Secret did, Invasion. yeah, Secret Invasion, that trailer did not do really much for me. Oh really? I was yeah. like, I'm pumped. Just give me, I just want Sam, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, cool. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm excited for like a Samuel L. Jackson led show. So like, but so I, that show, didn't, like, I wasn't like, oh, this looks really good. It just looked like. I don't know, like espionage, like yeah, it looked like Agents thing. of Shield done better though. Like, if that makes any sense, I'm, like, I'm not saying it looked bad. I just it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, yeah. um, fake Marvel fan. They also like spies. They also made a <laughs> statement about how um they realized that they were watering people down by releasing so much. So it's likely that we'll get less, and like things will be more spaced out going forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I at this point, I don't know why they're putting out so much stuff at once. They don't. They probably wanted to front load Disney Plus at first. Like that's my only yeah. guess is like they just wanted Disney Plus to have lots of stuff and like a good cadence or like a a steady cadence of new things coming out on that platform. But I feel like that they there's a lot of stuff on Disney Plus now, and like I just started watching Andor because I'm behind on that because. I feel like there's just too many things to take my time at this point. So, Mandalorian comes back next month, right? Uh, yeah, it's soon. I think so. So I like, have to watch. The, yeah, I have to watch the, the book of Bubba Fett before I watch season three of Mandalorian, right? I'm assuming. Again, yeah, I'll watch well, the last two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last yeah. Episodes I'll watch are... the whole I watch. I, I like. I like those characters, so like, I'll probably watch it. Uh, I don't know. Book of Boba Fett was whatever I thought. I had some moments, but yeah, we just got we got Ted Lasso back though very soon, which is pretty fucking incredible. Uh, I mean, on in that same vein, it, you should watch. Uh, oh well, that's 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 why uh, Amanda's off tomorrow. That's why I say I, could, I couldn't do tomorrow because we want to watch that. We've been dying it, to watch that. It's uh, it's interesting. Like it's obviously like a similar, like very broad stroke similar show to Ted Lasso in that it's like, Perfect. you know some of these characters or all these characters or a lot of these characters are have like, you know, 
they might have this like funny facade, like they might be like, you know, like happy go lucky, whatever, but they, you know, they're dealing with things that people deal with. And, uh, yeah. you know, kind of like how Ted Lasso is like, you know, fucking Mr. Happy go lucky, but underneath he's got some shit going on. So, uh, I don't know. I've been, I've been eating up shows. I mean, piled through Barry watching the last of us every week. Yeah. You uh, guys got to watch Barry now. I feel like I just play. watched something else started. too. Oh, poker face. Poker face is fucking phenomenal. Uh, uh, has anyone else started Poker Face? What's it on again? Peacock, unfortunately. Peacock. Oh no, I have Peacock. Uh, it's it it is fucking real good. Like she's damn. so good though. She's good. Rain in Johnson she's really just fucking knocking it out of the park these nah, days. Nah, nah. It's what's her face. It's uh, Natasha Leone or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She's, I mean, she's like good. She she's good too. But like, someone has to also write the show. <laughs> she's not writing the show. I don't think. Uh, but she is good in it. it. It's it's a good premise. It's it's a good interesting show uh i've seen a lot of people compare it to columbo which i've never watched but if you know the premise of columbo or maybe monk no i'm thinking of monk i think it was columbo that you're talking about although when you started the sentence i thought you were gonna say murder she wrote so clearly no because it's, like, it's basically well, do, no, do columbo and both have like a quirk no, Col- that makes them no columbo, columbo does a cigar smoking no yeah monk is the, one. the one that has like yeah. A quirk. It's like OCD or something. Yeah. 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 So it's like yeah, he's got... because she yeah. she has something going on about her that allows her to do what she's doing. Uh, is Monk it, OCD? I forget. He he has he something. Like, I know his brother like played his by John lot, Toretto. I don't fucking know. Yeah, his brother played by John Toretto had agoraphobia and let's see, Monk was supposed to be like a Sherlock Holmesy character. What was his thing? He he had a thing. It it he he had some sort of neurosis. I don't remember what the neurosis was, but yeah, it was something that. So it was related it, to it was like his wife dying. Yeah, so it's not the same, but it's similar in that regard. And like, OCD. it's an it's an episodic thing. So like it, you know, each episode is there is a like overall plot line that's kind of happening, but also it's like each episode is a contained mystery. So. Um, Monk has OCD and he is a germaphobe. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was germaphobe. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, similar. I I don't know the 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 deal with Columbo. Did Columbo have like a Columbo was just like, like, of that smoked cigars? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, wasn't he? It wasn't kind of a goofball. Yeah, it's kind of a goofball, wasn't he? I can't remember if I can. No. Uh, One yeah, more thing. I, I don't know. That was like 50 years ago, and you know, yeah, I was I know. almost they born. A, they made a new Columbo. I don't know. Ten years ago? Oh, did they? Twenty years ago, maybe. I don't know. Regardless, Poker Face, fantastic. Uh, I- I'm loving Last of Us. Uh, uh, I started Severance. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna push through and see if I can get through a little bit more of it and see it. Wait, are either little. you guys? Wa- I know Brendan's obviously watching Last of Us. Are you guys watching it? Uh, Dom is, I think. I watched the first two or three episodes, and then I haven't gotten back to it. What'd you think? Fine. Yeah, I don't have any problems with it. I just don't have an hour every week to like. I'll, at some point, I'll just sit down and watch a bunch of them. So yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what I'm doing with Andor right now. Uh, I watched like the first four episodes. Um, 
But yeah, anyways, welcome everyone to the Past Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk for 20 minutes before we do the intro. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Friday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Lazier. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, you love to hear it. Also joining us tonight, of course, is the fucking i don't even know what todd is anymore the fucking plays too many games guy todd garrett <laughs> yeah he's jumping from 17 games every time i look on xbox it's like oh he's playing fucking midnight suns oh he's playing fucking call of duty oh he's playing fucking I, this. I, I i like i definitely have like a three game revolving door and then i'll jump over to like games i still play on like a i'll still play saifu i still play returnal like I'll jump over to games like those. Like, non- yeah. Nonsense. Nonsense. Yeah, How I, I can't play. How you doing? Tonight? All right. All right. Feeling, feeling good? Feeling good? Okay. 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 And then rounding us out, of course, the Disney daddy, the Fortnite father, Mr. Dominic 40 Dom. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Okay. Okay. Uh, before we jump into tonight's uh, episode, even though I guess at this point we've already jumped into it, but we're just, you know, Doing doing what we do. Uh, a couple of housekeeping things. This episode, of course, sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore of Massachusetts on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, you want yourself something hot, something sweet, something tasty, something fresh out of the oven, you can head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you should check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and at Good Morning Chubby and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. And if you do head down, let them know. Past controller sent you. Uh, the PTC Movie Club for February is Dom's pick, and Dom picked Creep. So if you want to hear us talk about Creep, watch that movie. I believe uh, I'm just double checking. It is on Netflix. Dom, correct? Uh, yeah. Last I checked. Okay, so I, I believe it is on Netflix. If you haven't watched it yet, uh, or however else you watch your movies, look for us to talk about Creep. I believe next week is the last week. Maybe I, I don't know. I look at the calendar actually. Uh, so I creep. It's yeah, a, probably, yeah, yeah. the weekends on a t- uh, the month ends on a Tuesday, yeah. the following week. So, so the next episode probably is PTC Movie Club. So we'll uh, keep you posted there. So be on the lookout for that. Where Todd will then also reveal his March pick, which can't wait for that. Yo, I mean, honestly, have you ever had soup in a bathtub? Because get ready to watch some gummo, baby. Yeah, boy. I, oh boy, Mike! <laughs> you're, you're, Mike, you're gonna will this into existence, and it's gonna be a fucking nightmare for everyone involved. Um, yeah, I know. But uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mike's Anna Minute, a show where Mike is within a show talking about anime. Mike, I had a question for you, the anime senpai, uh, for yeah. Mike's Anna Minute. Hmm. Gone. What's the, what's the deal with the what's the deal what's the deal with these uh what's the geez I am having did I have a stroke just now what just happened um, I have no idea <laughs> what is the deal with uh these couple of anime that are popping over to Netflix free to watch have you seen this news I'm assuming you have have you seen this have you heard about this have you seen this this media is putting all these uh, these shows on YouTube mm-hmm. Which is not what you said. No. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is what I said. I just didn't say Viz Media put in there. Yeah, and also they're putting it on YouTube, not Netflix. So they're free to watch. Did I say Netflix? 
You said Netflix. Which I, I meant YouTube. Was. I apologize. Thank you for calling me my bullshit, Mike. That's what I meant. I meant because some of the, and that's kind of where I was going with this is some of these shows are on Netflix. Um, and I'm sure they're on Crunchyroll yeah, and other places that. too. But what, what is up with this? Is there a reason you think behind this well, other than just, they want to get like some of these shows even more broad appeal? Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't tell you any real business reason. A lot of these shows are relatively old, but also regarded. So yeah, I'm sure they just want to get the people out there. It's like, oh, this is an interesting show. And then they'll say, hey, want more. Why don't you subscribe to our, our platform? Yeah, is Mike or chopping up for anyone else? Just that. Just oh, Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just, you know, interesting timing that this is coming kind of in the same wave as Netflix has got a lot of issues going on right now and a lot of changes potentially to, like, the platform itself, but also they're seemingly on this trend of dropping shows and getting rid of stuff. So, like, it's kind of, like, Arrested Development thing is is what's kind of... When that happened, and then this only, and I only am pairing the two together. They might be completely unrelated, but simply because I know, at least I don't know if it still is, but at some point, I believe Naruto, Sailor Moon, and Death Note were all on Netflix. I don't know if they still are, or if this is like a change coming with this going to YouTube. But uh, weird time. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know Sailor Moon was on there. I remember Death Note. I remember. Naruto being on there. Hunter Hunter was on there for a bit. I don't remember. Hunter Hunter was on there. Yeah. On the... yeah so uh, like, I think Inuyasha you know, was on there. Inuyasha's ears, right? White, white hair, ears. Okay. Cause I, yeah. sometimes I'm confusing it with like Veroni Kenshin, Pepperoni Kenshin. And I, I, I don't, I actually don't know the difference between those two shows. Does no. Pepperoni Kenshin mean... also have ear guy? No. Okay. Who, who, who is like the, what is the cover of Inu? Roni Kenshin. Roni Kenshin. He's got red hair and he's got like a cross shaped scar on his cheek. Huh. Okay. He's got a sword. Anyways, I forgot Inuyasha was part of that list. Mike, you love Inuyasha. Mike, would you spend all your Inuyasha's dollar dues if Inuyasha came to Fortnite? If they put Sushomaru in Fortnite, yeah, I suppose I'd buy Sushomaru skin. But is, on Inuyasha. is are either of those shows the guy that like. With his hand shoots shoots spirit justice. Mm-hmm. Is that either of those shows or a different show? That's a different show entirely. Is it yes? Some of the why? Yu Yu Hakusha. All three of these shows have blended in my brain as one thing, and I don't know why. They're all they're all very different. And the, the closest thing I can give you is that the creator of Yu Hakusha is married to Crimson. And there's your trivia for you. Okay, interesting. You are roboting pretty heavily for me. I don't know if this is a oh across the board situation. Hold on, let me fix. Uh, that. Put something in rice. It always works. Uh, it might. How this works? So, so <laughs> the like traditional Sailor Moon is not on Netflix, but Inuasha is. Naruto is. Um, Hunter X Hunter is. Uh, it's Hunter by Hunter, right, Mike? It's Hunter Times. Um, oh, it's, it's, it, it, it's Hunter Squared, actually. Oh, okay, okay. Who are you at for that, Mike, for that string of events there? That one's up to... That one's contested. 
all around. People say everything. Wait, really? I've I've heard Hunter X Hunter. I've heard Hunter by Hunter. Have you heard Hunter, Hunter Squared? Hunter Squared is new, but I'm sure if I were to dig into it, I'm gonna go with Hunter Squared. Damn, Dom's fucking creating a new fucking pathos. Also, Netflix wants you to know that if you are a fan of Inuasha and all these shonens, then uh, you may enjoy mm-hmm. Sister Sister. Oh, um, it's just in the middle of this list. I don't know why. I'm confused how the One Piece live like is that a show or is it a movie? What is that like? It's why would they show. do that? So after everything that happened with the other one, they're just like, yeah, we're gonna double down on this and you know cancel it after our first the, season again. I think. You're yeah, you're worse, Mike. Actually, oh my god, Mike is being overcome by the Matrix. I don't know what's happening. Um, we'll we'll give oh, this a minute, and then also on the uh, kind of off topic but on topic. Um, Michael B. Jordan did a interview about Creed three and said that yeah, all of that. the fight <laughs> scenes are stylized after anime fights. And then he, he named like, the fight he said, like one of the, he said like yeah. one of the fight scenes is like like a straight Dragon Ball like fight scene. Yeah, hold on, I'll, I'll look it up right now because he he listed three separate fights that the fights are like based on basically. Damn, am I gonna see Creed three? <laughs> that might that could that could potentially uh, I mean, be you one should of watch the best, best ways for him to market that movie to a new audience. Right, but you should watch the first. The first two are actually pretty good movies. Yeah, sure, um, I guess. Also off topic while we're trying to get Mike back, um, it was just announced that we're we're getting a Street Fighter cross Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic. Hmm. Who has the TMNT comic rights right now? Is it IDW? I don't know. I'm yeah, I'm guessing. IDW is the one that's doing this crossover, so interesting. Okay. Huh. I'm curious, how do I sound right now? Sound better now. You sound okay. Amazing. All right. So, do you think there's any any correlation between those things, Mike, or this is just like a? I can't. You know. Put one there. Happy coincidence. Yeah, I can't think of anyone. And I think the wheels are spinning. Yep. Oh, Don't shaking his head. Yeah, it's it's popping up again. You're getting a little getting a little hazy. I'll make up an answer for me. It's fine. You sound you sound okay right now. You just have to yeah. talk like for little bits. You can't talk for like a it's uh, extended period of time. So like talk for a couple seconds and then pause and then and talk then for stop. A couple seconds and then pause. Maybe okay. your neighbors on the phone are picking you up today and it's like stealing your audio from us. I'll be used to talk and then I'll fill in the blanks after you talk and I'll just like take over. And yeah, then we, we'll we'll, we'll mad lib this shit. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm gonna do something else. So just. Okay. All right. Well, we can we can we can move on from move that on. anyway. Um, I guess I'll 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 use this moment to talk about uh, Lego Dragon Ishin, which if you uh, want to buy the digital deluxe version, you can get that game today, as of today, the seventeenth of February. Um, if not, it will hit, see its worldwide release next week on the twenty second. I believe is the Tuesday. Um, but I, I finished the game. I'm pretty much done with my written review. I just kind of want to give it a little more time in the oven. I might, you know, add some stuff, take some stuff out. We'll see. But I've pretty much come down with where I feel on that game overall. I'm just 
kind of tweaking the the actual written stuff that I put down to not paper, I guess, dig, digital typing stuff for a website. Uh, so you can look for that. I'll, I'll probably won't, I probably won't post it tonight. I'll probably post it tomorrow morning. So if you want to, you know, get my full written thoughts on like a dragon Isheen, you can check that out tomorrow at pastcontroller.io. I did put up uh, the first 30 minutes of gameplay on our YouTube channel. So if you're interested in how that game kicks off and how it kind of moves in motion and you want to see how that is, you can check that out on our YouTube channel. I have a few other small videos that'll go up uh, at some point. Uh, probably something related to the combat overall in case you want to just see how the combat flows in the game. And then I, don't know, I might do something else. We'll see. Um, but on top of those two things, you know, I'll talk about the game a little bit right here. I guess if you aren't going to read the article or if you just want to double down or double dip on, on stuff. We don't normally score stuff. We were Todd and I were talking about this before we started recording tonight. I think with this, we, we might start maybe playing around with scoring things on a 1 to 10 scale, uh, a 10 point scale. And I haven't like fully landed if we're going to do like 0.5s or not. I don't know if we fully like have landed on that point. I don't know if you you want to have a, have like a definitive input on that, Todd. I don't know. I mean, I I think it's something that can like develop and change as we go yeah, along. It, it so probably like, will. Like like if if I'm passionate about something, like say if something comes down the line, I'm like, hey, dude, like I love this game. Um, I don't want to give it a nine. <laughs> I want to give it an eight. You know, I'm going to yeah, give it an eight. Yeah, eight and a half, you know? yeah. Like, so. Uh, you know, we might we might drop point fives in there at some point. We're not going to go to the point of being like point seven five or like something like that. That's, no, I, th that's I think just granular. like a split. I think just a split between the two. I don't think anything more. You don't need anything yeah. else. Do you think you it know? makes more sense to do like a one out of five scale then? Oh no, because I don't, I don't like looking either. at one. Out, I don't like looking at one out of five scales. I don't necessarily think they're bad, but like I prefer yeah. seeing like a definitive number. That's so, just personal preference, though. You know, it's yeah. like I don't know. I feel like the the ten point scale is probably more utilized than a five point scale. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. It's all subjective. Everyone's opinion is everyone's opinion. So, but you might see some changes to how we kind of tackle review type stuff throughout the year. And and again, the first being the since this is the first like big review of the year that we're doing, uh, or at least I did. It's uh you know gonna probably have a number tied to it which at this point is sitting somewhere between seven and eight uh i don't think it's a bad game at all i think it's really really good i think uh some of its biggest negatives is the fact that it is a remake of a 2014 playstation 3 and 4 game so like it's an old game that never came out anywhere but japan so they localized it and and remade it and i will say like visually i mean there are points where it looks fine but like especially some of the cutscenes and like the fight like boss fight intros like looks really fucking good and really fucking cool and like some of those things are the best aspects of the game is just like how i mean todd you've played bits of yakuza games but you never finished a yeah. yakuza game right so, I, like, I, I, I can't try to remember which one i played i played this it said it, someone told me this was like the starting point i feel like zero it's zero maybe and I played there are like people that go that back and forth between kiwami and zero but i think zero is like i think it was zero i don't like, think it was kiwami Kiwami, I think, takes place timeline-wise before Zero, but I think a okay. lot of people say start with Zero and not Kiwami. Yeah. Um, I will say overall, like, Yakuza as a franchise, full stop, is something that you probably would fucking love. Just uh, like the like, side So, <laughs> so fucking much. Like, it is so much your shit that I don't even... Like, I think when the, the day that you dip into Yakuza, you're going to play 
like all 10 Yakuza games and not play anything else until you finish all of those games. Um, they're, they're are fucking, any of them still on Game Pass? I think the first couple are. Um, they should be, I think. Yeah, I think some of them came off. They might have come back on. Oh, did they? But you should absolutely consider starting with those games, Mike. Um, you can do what I did, which is I started with Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, which is, I think, technically also a spinoff. So, so to get back to the thing that I played and I'm reviewing, Like a Dragon Ishin is a spinoff of the Yakuza series where it is, it basically takes a historical setting and story and, you know, embellishes a little bit, injects some other things into it, you know, has some fun with it. But what it does is it's filled with Yakuza series characters. Like Kazuma Kiryu is like, I think the main character in all of the Yakuza games. I have no idea besides like a dragon. Cause like a dra- or this is where it gets confusing. Like a dra- Yakuza, like a dragon and like a dragon Ishin. There's like two different things. So Yakuza, like a dragon is a spinoff to the Yakuza series and it has stars Ichiban, Kasuga, and like a cast of other characters. Um, where this is a spinoff, but it's like it takes place in a historical setting that is based on real events that happened at the end of the Edo period in Japan. I think it's 1867. Um, so it's basically the end of the Edo period, which I won't go into like a full deep dive on historical stuff the game does touch on the historical stuff and i like one of the things the game does specifically because it is referencing a lot of historical things and if you're not super familiar with a lot of these things it might be like a lot of proper nouns constantly at you um throughout dialogue and cutscenes. if there's a proper noun or a japanese term that the game deems you may not know you can just press start and it gives you a glossary of the terms in the dialogue window so like it'll be like oh the the shogunate or like whatever it may be like it's like they they will give you like a quick little like sentence or two to kind of break what that thing is in case you don't know what the i think the the there's just a lot of proper nouns like there's a lot of different uh political parties that are that are involved in this setting of this game which is basically they are trying to have a big transition of power. There's a lot of Western influence with like British colonizers coming over. There's just a lot of stuff going on and it's all based off true events. But the Yakuza tie to it is it has a lot of fan favorite characters from the Yakuza series in this game. Which is so weird because I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like filled with like... Makes me want to play it now. You you play as Kiryu, but you're not Kiryu. You're a Sakamoto Ryoji. Um, And like... Goro Majima is a character in the game, but he's not Goro Majima. He's another character. I think his name is Otike. Or, um, so like all these other Yakuza characters are in the game, but all they are is just like the character model. So it's like yeah. that stuff. But it, also another interesting aspect of it is like it's the same voice actors that like play them in the Yakuza games, but it's not the Yakuza character. So it's just like it's like a weird thing but it, I, it somehow works really well like in in i mean i don't have a tie to any of these specific characters because i haven't played any of those yakuza games but i can see why people who like the yakuza series would be like you know maybe pick up on some subtleties in the story um because i definitely after finishing the game didn't feel like having not played a yakuza game where you play as kiryu 
I, I didn't think I was at a disadvantage story-wise. Like I didn't think I was missing anything, but I'm sure they probably do some fun things for the fans with those characters in there. Like maybe they have people that typically butt heads or like are on opposing sides in other Yakuza games. Maybe they're teamed up in this game. I have no fucking idea, um, but I'm sure there's some of that type of stuff going on. Um, but it's, it's, has an interesting combat system. I think this is probably where it shows its age the most, where it's like, you know, it's clear you're playing a game that is a little bit older. Um, it doesn't feel as smooth as like a modern day hack and slash game, like a Bayonetta 3 or, you know, Devil May Cry 5 or something. Like it's a little bit clunkier, a little bit slower. But um, I don't know how far you got into those other Yakuza games, Todd. So I don't know if you can answer this question. Is it just simply like, brought like fists like you get weapons and stuff or no uh yeah i mean like i said i played like 20 plus hours of that game and it was pretty much just doing the same combos and shit and just fucking interacts like you'd like run down the street a little bit and like you know you get to a certain area then there'd be like a a gang there and then you fight like four people then you move on to the while while you're trying to get to your destination yeah yeah and that's what i think every yakuza game is like it's just like there are people roaming the the alleyways and streets and stuff and yeah and and i i I think it works i I like it and i like it in this game but like specifically with the combat like is it just fist stuff in yakuza or from what i I mean you can pick up like a barrel i feel like like pick stuff up but you can't like equip like a you come into the fight with a bat or something can you no i don't think so not that i know of at least you might be able to get a bat i don't know but i don't think i don't remember that 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 being a huge part of it i remember being the ipads guy and like doing like break dance fighting and that's like i'm like i just want to be this guy i don't even want to go back to the other yeah that's that's majima Um, yeah majima so uh, yeah i don't know what the fighting is like in in traditional yakuza games because i have not played them really um but there are four different stances that you get in this game. So you can choose to fight with your fists. You can choose to be a swordsman and you can switch these on the fly in combat. So you can be switching back and forth, changing it up however you want, which I think just gives a little bit of depth and makes it not feel as uh, repetitive, but you can do brawler, which is fists. You can do swordsman, which is your sword. Obviously you can do um, gunman, which is you have a gun and then you can do wild dancer. I think it's called Wild Dancer, where you have a sword in one hand and a gun in the other hand. I still primarily used swordsman, but I would mix it up depending on the scenario. Um, and then another element of the combat that they add in a little bit later in the game is called trooper cards, which I don't know if those were a thing in other Yakuza games. I don't think they are. But I don't think so. it's essentially, you unlock this card system that you can equip them level them up you can you know fuse them to make them better you can unlock new ones you can like uh you know do certain things to get new cards and stuff and all of these things augment your abilities so you'll get some of them will give you like health boost power boost let you shoot faster let you swing faster like with your sword um some of them have like you know special abilities like i i I think it was one of the first cards i got i don't know if everyone gets the same cards when you unlock the system but one of the first cards i got allowed me to like shoot this like chain reaction lightning bolt thing that would chain into everyone around me. And I just kept leveling that up because I was like, this is, you know, for crowd control, it was great. So it, it it's just another layer to like kind of mix up the combat and each weapon. So each fighting stance can have their own set of cards too. So like you wouldn't oh, just cool. have three or four cards equipped. You'd have like, you know, nine to 12 cards equipped because you can switch around the styles. So just like an interesting layer, I think it, it adds a lot of depth, especially for a game that, again, is a little bit older. Um, I, think, I think it worked really well. But 
I think really where the game kind of just knocks it out of the park is what Yakuza games do best. And it's just, there's this story and there are these characters and there's this main plot. But then outside of this main plot, there's hundreds of sub stories, which are just all different types of side missions. Some of them you'll just happen to run into on the middle of doing a mission and do it. Some of them you can seek out. You can choose to like not do any of this stuff. But I think if you're choosing to like skip a lot of this stuff, I don't think you're really, really having the true Yakuza experience, or in this case, the Lego Dragon Ishin experience. Um, like the variety of submissions and side missions that there are, like, are anything from someone's throwing rocks at this dog, go beat these kids up, to, you know, <laughs> some a lady asked me for a cucumber and I went and got her a cucumber. Um, but obviously the dialogue was a little bit more suggestive than what than that. Uh, just like ridiculous things. Then there's like some heartfelt ones where it's like, you know, old man needs help getting across town and you got to fight people that want to fucking rob them and stuff. Like there's a lot of very interesting variety in those things. Um, and then there's also so many mini games. There are drinking mini games and there are gambling mini games and karaoke mini games and dancing rhythm games. And in this game, like a dragon Ishin, there's a whole, you can fish. There's a whole separate thing you unlock at one point, probably mid game. Uh, called Another Life. That is literally, you have a house, you can farm, you can cook, you can uh, like get cats, dogs, and chickens, and just like do all of these other side missions for all of these other things that you can not interact with if you don't want to. But like, again, I just, if, if you're not going to at least kind of like take a little piece of everything and try it, I don't know, a Yakuza game is not for you. Um, but it's it's so, there's so much packed in there. When I finished the game, my completion was eleven percent. That's how much of the game I haven't seen yet because there's just so much in there. Um, like Jesse, because Jesse and I were were kind of playing it in tandem. Um, he was a few chap. This was last night. He was a few chapters behind me still, and he was at like probably 30 or 40% done because he's doing so much side stuff. He's like, he's like finishing another life. He's caught every fish in the game. Like he's, yeah, see, that's what I would do. Wild. That's like, that's probably what I, I would go. The oh, same I, like this game is not getting uninstalled. This is how I feel about this game. Like it, it has its issues. It ha it shows its age. Like one of the big things for me that I was kind of hoping for, like Yakuza like a dragon, that story and those characters were really, really interesting and had a lot of story beats that I, that resonated with me this game and it's probably mostly because it's like the historical setting i didn't have that same type of connection which is a bummer but i don't think it's like a you know a huge x on the game i just think you know i was hoping to have that other connection especially because with the yakuza series proper like i think a reason why that's such a beloved series among some of these other like series stable things i've said is that people really, really care about these characters. Like, people love Majima. Like, I know who Majima is because, like, spoiler, he, do, he does show up in Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, but it's it's because people are attached to these characters. People love Kiryu. People love, you know, Majima. I'm sure there are plenty of other Yakuza characters that I don't know by name that people love. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a fantastic game. I'll have my full uh, written 
thoughts probably live tomorrow. So if you want to read more of what I have to say about that, you can definitely check that out. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a weird one. I don't know if I'd say if you haven't played Yakuza start here, it's probably not a good idea. But uh, I definitely recommend Yakuza Like a Dragon or anyone else who likes Yakuza would tell you, no, play Zero, not Like a Dragon first. So... I don't know. If you're listening and you have an interest in anything that I just said, a lot of the Yakuza games have like this similar structure and like they have this just whole fantastical element to it. You should definitely check it out. Like, I really think that you would like kind of fucking gobble up Yakuza. I think it would be your jam. Yeah, we'll see. Like more times you tell him that he's going to like it, the less. Yeah, I give it a stop. Yeah, Mike, honestly, don't don't give it. It's crass. It's like it's fucking. It's like Persona, but except you're fighting and everything, and it's just like you know, you're. It's like the same. It's like the same. You're running through like tiny little alleyways and fucking streets mm. and trying to get where you need to go. And you need, yeah, you'd hate it. Don't do it. Yeah, you. you, you right now. Yeah. Hey guys, I think we got him. I think we got him. <laughs> fucking nailed it. <laughs> fucking got him. Uh, we got him. But yeah, I I don't know that that's my piece on on like a dragon Ishin. Definitely uh. Definitely check it out if it sounds interesting to you. I'm on the fence because, uh, like, I have, I'm, like you say, I play too many games and I'm playing too many games and I do want to play it, but like, yeah. I need to finish. I need to finish something. It, it's one of those weird things where it's like, I've put a well, my hour count is also very wrong in that game because I, you know, had it on at different points to, you know, write some stuff while I was looking things up and whatever. So my hour count in the game is like 130 hours, which is definitely not correct. Um, I think if you were to mainline like a dragon Ishin, you could probably get through it in like 20 to 25 hours. But again, I think that's not the best way to experience Yakuza game. Um, because you just want to play that side stuff. Like that, that side stuff is such a big part of what makes those games fun and interesting. And like, I I don't want to spoil any story beats of the game, but there's like, for me in Ishin, there's 14 chapters, or there's 13 chapters, and then the finale. The chapter six is when it started to like really make me care about the story a little bit more, uh, and the characters a little bit more. Chapter nine, like once I hit chapter nine, I was like, oh man, like I, I need to continue. I'm playing this until I go to bed because I'm like, this is this is my night now. This is what I am playing. I'm not walking away from the story. Uh, it just gets so fucking buck wild. I love it so much. But yeah, it's probably gonna push me to play zero this year. So. Probably gonna bite into my first uh, traditional Yakuza game, but unless anyone else has anything they want to bring up, I think that brings us to the point of no return, which is what's in the box. Okay, okay. Well, before we do that, of course, we want to thank you for listening to this week's episode, episode three fifty eight of the Past the Controller podcast. Um, you can read and watch and follow everything we do by visiting us at www.pastthecontroller.io. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController, and you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. If you listen to the show in its audio format, we would really love and appreciate if you left us a five-star review, subscribe to us, share it with a friend, uh, but really those reviews definitely help us grow the show and grow the audience, so we really appreciate it. It takes none of your dollars and only your time, uh, and not much of it. So we would really appreciate it if you do that. If you watch us on YouTube, leave us a like, throw us a, a subscribe, leave a comment on the episode. Tell us what you did and didn't like. We'll maybe not go too hard, but you know, 
let us know you're listening. Let us know you're watching. We we love to hear from all of y'all out there. We know you're there. So it'd be nice to see some of that uh, you know, out there on the interwebs. If you have some bucks kicking around and you want to help support the show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash past the controller and becoming a patron. You can go to pastthecontroller.threadless.com and becoming uh, someone who wears a t-shirt or sweatshirt or something with past the controller logo on it. You can go to twitch.tv slash pass controller and you can subscribe to us on Twitch. If you have Amazon Prime and you don't use that, you get a free monthly sub every month. So you could be tossing that R away or someone else that you like. Don't let it go to waste. That money's just sitting there and it's, you know, money that can be going to somebody that's doing something that you like to watch. So without further ado, that brings us to everyone's favorite segment, which is a game we like to call. Uh, what's in the oh, box? The... Oh, look at this. Meg- Megan's coming to Peacock unrated, unedited in like a couple days. So get it on it. Get it on it now before they get rid of Peacock for anyone that has uh, Xfinity. Wait, Xfinity's uh... getting rid of Peacock? They're not getting rid of So basically right now, you and I both have Xfinity. Maybe Dom has it too. And with Xfinity, you get the the cheapest paid tier of Peacock for free. They've gotten rid of the regular free peacock subscription and now the the middle tier which was like five dollars xfinity people got it for free now it's you know, like it's a quite a way to subscribe to peacock it's a whole thing streaming streaming's gotten weird in the last and couple it's years. only gonna keep going that way um but we did play what's in the box last week i believe we are not gonna play what's in the box this week did we did we i don't know i can't remember what we played no we did not no, yeah. Oh, we just ended with the double horns? Yeah. Okay. Well, regardless, then, we're probably doubling up. We are going to play a game that I think is quickly becoming my new favorite, which is Answer Unlocked, a game where I will read out the trophy list and or achievement list for a game. First person I guess what that game is gets the point. The leaderboard for 2023 stands. Todd with a commanding lead at 11 points. Mike... Sitting in that second place spot with a six. And Dom right behind Mike with a five. I have a stump plus apparently a stump for Snack World, which I'm not going to count. Um, and then the guest leaderboard is sitting with Jesse Vitelli, friend of the program, with two points at the top of the guest leaderboard. Without further ado, game number one, answer unlocked. Um, Let's see. Honk the noses of ten clowns. You need the full title of this game. I have no idea what this is. Let's <laughs> be honest. I'm, I'm not playing games with clowns. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to say it. Go. Rescue Noam Chomsky from the carnival. Hmm. That episode. Yeah. That, that episode. That is called Guarding Gnome. The other one was called Clowned. Wing in a prayer. Defend yourself at the crashed airliner without taking damage. Oh, it's Dead Rising. Incorrect. Well, nice. The whole Gnome Chomsky thing threw me off. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Strength in numbers. Form a team and beat an enemy team in 4v4 versus or scavenge. 
beat the rush in a survival round, get a medal only using melee weapons. Gas guzzler. Collect 100 gas cans in scavenge. The dying light? Incorrect. The day's gone? Incorrect. Cash grab. Open five foot lockers. It's not Fortnite, right? Incorrect. Kill Bill. Have Bill sacrifice himself for the team. Is it Left 4 Dead or Left 4 Dead 2? It's Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah. Todd gets the point and grows his lead. Uh, I mean, eventually I was... they would have got easier if no one was getting it. There are plenty yeah. of... like The, the Bill thing made me think of Left 4 Dead, but... Yeah, Bill was immediately. But, but I, I, I don't the remember the knows. gnome, the gnome Chonsky thing. I, I don't. don't Clown knows one either. Like, what's is it, what area is it? Uh, let's see. Honk the noses of ten clowns. There's another one that says Fried Piper using a Molotov burn a clown, leading at least ten common infected. Maybe it's where you do the concert, like the that whole area. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't. It, I don't see one that has like a special thing for clowns so i don't know game number two the exiled alliance reunite with your allies in the frozen north the blank embrace your new identity dying embers Eradicate the traitors in the name of a fallen friend. Birthright. Recover your father's armor. God of Ragnarok. Incorrect. No, but hold on. Is Ghost it... of Tsushima? It is Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Let's go. Damn, Todd is... Todd is mounting a lead. Is Todd going for the sweepy? Is he going for the sweepy? I, I, I think I do well with this game mode because, like, I focus on achievements and trophies and shit in games, and you get the father's armor in that game, so that's like a midway point, right? Right? That achievement? I'm, yeah. I've been debating. I've been debating something. I've been debating adding a new rule to, to this. Mm-hmm. I feel like when there is a sweep in play, the person who is the lowest on the leaderboard should be able to call devil horns where I will change the third thing to a harder one that is worth more points. But it will be a true devil horns. It won't be like it won't be like, it won't be like devil horns snack world where it's a game that I know nobody's going to know the answer to. It's going to be difficult that but i think you can you can get it still i don't know we don't have to we don't have to we don't have to uh yeah all right well let's it doesn't matter to me let's go to game number three (laughs) todd sitting casually on his throne doesn't matter to me (laughs) i don't care do as they want catch the fever cure your need for fever with an extreme fever except a duel 
Go Ultra. Oh. What was the name of the achievement and what was the achievement? Yeah, I was confused. Catch the, Catch the Fever. All... Catch the Fever is the name of the. Okay. Yes. And then what is the actual achievement for? Cure your need for fever with an extreme fever, except duel. Except the duel or okay. except. I'm, Except yeah. duel, I'm assuming duel is a game mode, so you can't okay. get this, this achievement slash trophy. So like Except. excluded. Oh, okay. excluded okay. duel. Okay. Yes. Okay. There's gonna be a lot of that in this one, so okay. I will. I I cannot read that part if it's not helpful. No, just add punctuation. Okay. <laughs> like comma except duel. Gotcha. Go ultra. Clear all the blank in a level. It's pretty extreme. But you look up to it. Except duel. <laughs> Be cool. Hit the last. Mm. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna mute this one for now. Hit the last blank, then the last blank to rack up a cool clear. Except duel. I, don't, I still don't even understand the except duel. <laughs> like, Again, you can not unlock this achievement slash trophy in the in the game mode duel. So you can't like oh, play oh, against so somebody okay, gotcha, and gotcha. cheat your yeah. way to the achievement is what I'm assuming that is, gotcha. is, is pl- implying. It's, is it dual D-U-E-L or D, dual D-U-A-L? Okay. So I'm assuming it is a 1v1 scenario where they don't want you to cheese the achievement. Yes. Well, that's why I was trophy. asking if it was like dual like a two-player mode or dual like a 1v1. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Free, free, free ball. Rag up the score or hit the bucket for three balls in one shot. Oh, sports. Uh, Incorrect. Party master. Winning a blank party is way better than playing with a ball of yarn. Is it Garfield Lasagna Party? <laughs> no. I like it. Oh, <laughs> I thought you got it. I was like, yeah, like, I, thought you, I thought you had it. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I feel like everyone knows this game, and it probably has played this game, which oh, is why oh, I picked okay. it. I was going to actually ask that. Yeah, I, I mean, I know I've played a lot of this game. Um, and I just assume you... I'm, I assume at the bare minimum everyone at least knows this game. What were you gonna say, Mike? Knows the game. Uh, before you be the next thing, Dom, what do you think a duel would be in Garfield Lasagna Party? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I'm not worried about that. It's a pasta yeah, right, party, right. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> All right, where were where were we here? Blank graduate, complete adventure mode, and earn your degree from the Blank Institute. Except dual. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is it two point campus? Incorrect. Is it two point hospital, point baby? Hospital? Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this this is giving me this is a context clue. This, you should have already picked up on the context clue. There was a point in time, and this is giving me like weird like nostalgia flashbacks where achievements slash trophies used to have like I don't know, their attempt at like humor written in them. Yeah. Which is like oh, no, not a thing great. anymore, I feel like. You'll see them once in a while. It depends on the Once in a while, yeah. Yeah. Uh Rock Lobster. Win 
and this is I will say this part, but this is a multi-platform game. I'm just clearly reading the achievement list. Win an Xbox Live duel like a crustacean born. Have you tried Z Flippers? Hmm. Man, I'm lost on this one. Doctor, I like how that one used that one. You could actually get in a duel. All the other ones, except mm-hmm. one. Like you had to get that one in a duel link. That's a you duel had one. To do a duel. Doctor of the blank arts. Clear all blank and blank in every level in quick play or adventure mode and gain explodious fame. Correct. I think it probably is now. I know Miss Explosion Man was on mm-hmm. the Switch. Mm-hmm. Ace of Adventure and a blank defying feat score 20 million points in a single playthrough of Adventure Mode. People's Ovation. Win a four-player blank party by a whopping 100,000 points to acquire Everlasting Coolness. Stylish Project. Bust out all your skills with a Z. Bounces and slides for 1 million style shot points. All right, I guess we'll go into the DLC achievements. Blank PhD. Complete the blank Knights adventure mode. You'll know everyone at the blank Institute. Tenured. Complete all of the challenges in Blank Knight's Challenge Mode. Purple Necklace. Hit 13 purple blank during a single level with a with Marina in Adventure or Quick Play Modes. Pretty. Splatoon? Did you say Splatoon? Did you say Marina? I, th- I, heard, I thought you said Marina. I was like, wait, what? This... <laughs> I mean, there can be other characters that have that name. I've never heard of anything else. Um, hmm. Okay, I don't. I I I don't know. Let's. Oh, uh, Octo did. Incorrect. Let's pull up the Wikipedia page. Actually, hold on. I got a better idea. Metacritic. This game has an eighty-five on Metacritic. Except dual. Except dual. Ready, aim, bounce. Clear the. Yeah, the bounce is like. Uh, here. Ready, aim, bounce. Clear the orange blank from fifty-five fanciful levels as ten whimsical teachers guide you toward blank greatness. Wield mystifying magic powers, rack up huge bonus points, and make shots you'll smile about. It's Hogwarts Legacy. No. And you'll smile about for weeks. Amidst all this fevered action, only one question remains. Can you become a blank master? I don't... I think you get yourself a stump. The AV Club gave it 100. When your ball approaches the level-clearing blank, the view zooms in tight on the action. Time slows 
and a timpani drum roll slaps a 50-point accent mark over the tensions. As orb and target collide, the rapturous hosannas of Beethoven's Ode to Joy explode out of the speakers. Wait, oh my god. Few I don't, games it... make winning feel this good. Is it Monkey Ball? No. I think I know the name in the game. Well, I know the game, but I can't remember the name of it right now. I mean, I that game, that, that that little excerpt from that review just gave a pretty clear picture of what the yes. game is. Yes, and, and I can't remember the name of it. Eurogamer I'm gave kidding. it a nine. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, no, like, I don't think this is a game because none of the other things make sense. What was that game we used to play? It wasn't like... Oh, was it Rocket League? It wasn't... No, it's not oh, Rocket League. That is a good guess, sort of. Again, the, that's the what I, I couldn't think of. The game. Uh, what was the game? It it wasn't like necessary soccer. It was like a like a two D thing. It had a I darb. Like I darb. I darb. Yeah, I darb. That's what it I was is. Not I darb. I don't think it's this game. Oh, is it, wait, is it Splatoon? You think of it? No, this game was released. Oh, weird. We're coming up on the anniversary of this game. I, I did that accidentally. Uh, this game was released on February twenty seventh, two thousand seven. Ooh. Okay. It is. Currently available on Microsoft Windows, Mac OS, iPod, Windows Mobile, Java ME, Brew, Nintendo DS, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, iOS. I don't know what Zebo is, but you can play it on Zebo. Uh, Android and PlayStation Portable. Oh, it's Brickbreaker. Incorrect. The SSX Tricky. Incorrect. Is it Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remake? No. Oh, this... wait. Is it wait? Is it Snood? Incorrect. But that's what a fucking Snood? poll. Wow. What is Snood? Oh, I forget what Snood is. I, I like. I know what it is, but I forget what it is. It was like, like a, a. It was like a brick breaker game. game. Yeah. They all wait. Is it, pe- is it is it Peggle two? Incorrect. Peggle one. It is indeed. Peggle. Stop I, it. I never played that yes. game. I don't even know what that fucking game is. <laughs> yeah, you know what Peggle is? You know what Peggle is? I remember the name, but I don't know anything about the game. Peggle's a banger. Fucking no, download Pe- Peggle. Peggle's I've so played, good. I've only played, played Peggle too, but like, that's fucking Peggle is incredible. Definitely. It's so good. It's really You've good. You've never seen the meme either of like the guy from E3. I think it was on the Xbox stage. He like jumps in the air and Fist, like fist in the air, and he's like Peggle. Like you've never seen that fucking meme. Wait, did I just go three for three? Like, did I sweep? I just got the fucking sweep, everybody. That puts Todd at an absolutely devilish lead of fourteen points to Mike six to Dom's five. This is turning out to be a real interesting season. We'll see what happens when we come up. I've never seen this game. Yeah, this is really not looking. It's so good too. It's really good at all. I highly recommend downloading it because I think it might be free. Or am I wrong? Like maybe I just have it still there. Um, Pass play Peggle Two. It might be on Game Pass. I mean, I is definitely it... own it, Dom. So you have it on Xbox. Yeah, uh, I've never seen this game before. Peggle's incredible. Uh, Peggle yep. Two is on Game Pass. I if you're yeah. listening, I, I have a feeling about. If you're listening, you've never played Peggle. And I think to, I might go play <laughs> to everyone on this podcast that hasn't played Peggle. Play fucking Peggle. It is so great. good. Fuck. It's a great fucking game. You're just launching the ball. You got to get rid of the pegs. A lot of the omissions in the achievements like was the word peg. Like... That's what I was not saying the word peg. 
Okay. Oh, I guarantee you, you if you said the word you Peg, I wouldn't have gotten it. It would have just speed, sped it up and Todd would have gotten it earlier. Todd would have immediately. Yeah, 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 you yeah, could have just... said the word Peggle. You could have said the word Peggle, and I wouldn't even know it was game. I would have been confused, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I would have really? been like, what's Peggle? Yeah. This is wild to me. We're going to do we're gonna do a fucking retrospective on Peggle, so download Peggle and play this shit. Peggle's so good. Really, Peggle's like such a good game that like you can just relax and not worry about what you're doing, and it's just like, you know. I played so much Peggle on the 360. Are you kidding me? I, I, played I would stay. I would just lay lay on the couch at night and just. That's what I'm saying. Just relax and shooting some balls, baby. Shooting some balls. Ooh, Dom, you would actually probably love Peggle. Like I don't know. I don't know about Mike's jam. Like, yeah, it, know, the pinball the plinko, like very, pinball very, needs plinko. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's just so fucking low key, Mike. You get that extreme fever. You get those combos and the in the game's fucking shooting out fucking right. Beethoven noises and oh man, it's. Apparently, there's a Peggle for the iOS, so. Uh, it would probably, probably run pretty well on mobile. Is it free on, on mobile? On iOS? Uh, it, it might be on uh, Apple, Apple Arcade. Because it just comes up and says that I can get it, so. Ooh. Mike, I recommend. I highly recommend. It's good times. Mm-hmm. Mike, don't, really don't do it. Don't play the game. The game is trash. There's little <laughs> corridors like Persona 5 where you can just run down the street. <laughs> And you can fucking go. <laughs> this Todd's new way is like, listen, don't play it. You, it's like Persona <laughs> Five. Don't do it. It's it's really bad. Okay, uh, anyways, oh, okay. That's that's been the show, everybody. Uh, I kept it tighter this week because the last couple of episodes have been two hour plus joints. And we the, come on, what are we what are we doing? What are we doing over here? Uh, anyways, enjoy your your weekend. Enjoy your night. Uh, you can of course follow all these lovely people. Uh, you can follow Dom at PDC underscore one little spark. You can follow Todd at under Toddy by wow. Toddy underscore by underscore nature. That's because I'm doing it backwards that my whole brain just got flipped because I usually <laughs> go Mike through and now I'm going Dom back. So uh, you can follow Mike at underscore Michael Path. You can follow me at Big Room. You can follow everything we do at Pass Controller and we appreciate you and we'll see you next week. <laughs>